Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm Peisha. And I'm Gabby. We've been friends for about seven years now. And over the years, we've discovered that we have a lot of differences, like a lot. However, that hasn't stopped us from hashing things out over a glass of wine. And the one thing that we've always agreed on is that this world needs more kindness. That's why every week we promise to bring fun, exciting episodes where we learn to agree to disagree. We hope you guys gain new perspectives, some confidence, and have some laughs along the way with us as we talk about a a whole whole lot lot of nothing. Enjoy! Hey guys, so today's episode we're going to be doing a little drunken history. I know we don't sound drunk, but I think we are. We're pretty drunk, as you probably saw from our Instagram story. (laughs) We drink a lot. I think we finished out two bottles of Stella Rose wine and then took a shot of tequila. Gabby took a shot. I'm already feeling it, guys. I was scared. Yeah, that was a bad decision. I coughed as soon as I was about to swallow, and it came back up, and I was crying by the end of it. (laughs) But we stole this idea from Matt. He suggested doing a drunken history episode. I don't know if you guys have ever seen the MTV episodes where they do this. I think it's the History Channel that does it, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, but anyways. (laughs) So, thank you, Matt. We're excited to do it. Um, Yeah, we're prepared. We have questions. We have drinks. We are already filling it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let's get this show on the road. We're going to start off with Gabby telling us a little summary of her life and how she like became a person, who she is. <laughs> well, my parents fell in love <laughs> way back in like, I don't know, they were like in high school. Okay. 17, I think. They were in high school. My mom had me when she was 20. We actually, she had me on her 20th birthday. Oh, yeah, you guys have the same birthday. I always forget that. Yeah, it's so nice because, like, usually she just wants to spoil me. Like, last year we went to San Francisco. I was so jealous. It looked so much oh, fun. Oh, we had so much fun. That was actually the first time I've ever legally drank because it was my 21st. <laughs> uh, we went on a wine tour in San Francisco. Oh, it was fun, but it was disgusting. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of wines <laughs> out there that are very good. We drink the sweetest wine we can find. Yeah, I love, like, straight sugar. And those yeah. wines, it was, like, straight up fucking rubbing alcohol. <laughs> I was taking it, like, shots, and my mom was like, no, you got to swivel it. You got to sniff it. And I was gotta like, mom. got to roll it around your tongue. Yeah. There's no freaking way I would have threw up. Somebody told me that I need to start doing that with my whiskey, and I was like, uh, no. I will take that straight shot. Hopefully it doesn't touch my tongue. <laughs> People, I don't trust people that like alcohol. Yeah. I don't. You have no soul. <laughs> okay, we're drunk. <laughs> we drink every weekend. So we have no souls. Yeah, exactly. That's the conclusion of the episode. Thank you for listening. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was dying over here. <laughs> oh my god, my chest. Oh, I'm, uh, I'm going to put that for you. No, keep it rolling. I can hear it. I almost didn't see my pants. Okay, okay, okay. Straight through it. Straight through it. know about you, Gabby. Tell us okay. about your life. <laughs> so I'm the oldest sibling out of two. I have two younger sisters, so out of three kids. And I was born in West Jordan, Utah. Mm. Fun fact is born next to a cemetery. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I used to, like, when I was, like, 12, I used to tell my grandma, 
that that's why I like was into paranormal shit because I was born next to a cemetery and she was just like, keep driving. She's like, okay, okay. <laughs> you need Jesus. Here's a fun fact that kind of goes along with that. What? My dad was born, you know, the same asylum in Tooele, the Asylum 49? Yeah. He was born in that hospital because I don't think it ever really was an insane asylum. I no. think it was just a hospital. <laughs> the marketing back. team. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> Ew, your dad was born there? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's you. <laughs> Oh, that's anyways. Funny. Keep going about you. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I can't focus. So let's see. Out of three yes. siblings, okay. Yeah, yeah. Brie are her sisters. Yes, love them to death. They're actually Irish twins because you know my mom had Brie, and then in the same year she had Camille. I did not know that. That's interesting. I think you yeah. told me that actually. Because mm-hmm. hmm. she, they obviously couldn't keep it in their pants for very long. Yeah, well, <laughs> they want you to wait six weeks, and it's a lot harder than you think. Just going to say, yeah, I've had three of them, and I never wanted to wait. <laughs> My mom's going to hate me. Okay. But, yeah, they're Irish twins, so Camille will turn 18 on December 19th, so coming up. And then until January 9th, they're the same age. They're oh, both that's 18. awesome. Yeah. That's cool, cool. Yeah, so um, I love my sisters. I'm three years older than Bree, who's my middle child, like the middle child. And I used to try to kill her. Like, I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'm not surprised. There was one time we were cleaning, like, my bedroom as a kid, and I was putting pillows and blankets over my sister. <laughs> it's not funny. I did save her life, too, to counteract it. So Paige is locking away because I made her just choke on her wine and then spit it out. <laughs> Spinners are quitters! <laughs> I did not spit it, but I almost choked on it and died, but it's cool. Whatever, Dabby. Keep Respect. going. I also, I was saying, though, I also saved her life because there was one time we were taking a bath together. You know those, like, baby baths? Yeah. Bree just slipped right out of it. <laughs> to the tub. Where was your mother? She was... She was like having a panic attack, oh. and I can't. All I remember was her yelling like, "Randy, Randy!" for my dad. Okay. She's like, she just was like panicking, so <laughs> she she couldn't like pick her up, and so I just reached down and was like holding her up like the lion. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Don't you worry, mother. I have her. Your but best then, child." <laughs> The number one. Oh my god. Okay. But um yeah, so let's see. Me and my sisters are really close. My sister Brie actually lives with us. She's so sweet. I love all of her sisters. They're like the greatest. <laughs> they seriously are. I my pride and joys. 
my mm. prodigies just kidding. being big sister yeah they're so sweet i am disappointed all, in all my little siblings i'm just kidding <laughs> just kidding jamie and tavia and landon i love you all <laughs> take that with a grain of salt i'm just I kidding i was gonna say one out of three of you <laughs> one out of three pick <laughs> fight it out figure it out who's my fave i'm just kidding <laughs> oh what's left i don't really have what did you what were you like what did you do in high school? I know we all know that you met Sam in high school and you were like what, fourteen? Is that when you guys started dating or fifteen? Fifteen, yeah. okay. Yeah, I met Sam in high school. I did a lot in high school. I was the debate vice president president for like a month. Um, I was a Hope Squad president. Hope Squad was like because we had so many suicides that it was like a suicide prevention program. That I only did for a month too. <laughs> I had reasons for all of this. I got kicked out, so I, okay. I had bigger things to worry about. But um, I also I was a wrestling team manager, so I went to I all the wrestling managers or tournaments. Tournaments, I know. Yeah, yeah, it was got you. It was so fun. That was like one of my favorite things ever. I loved doing it. I suggest anyone that's in high school go to like be a sports manager. Go to your coaches and ask them because it's so fucking fun. There was one time, though, I forgot to keep score, and the coach got so pissed at me, because I was just interested in it, and I was like, that's your job, is you sit on the side, and you, like, you're supposed to watch the referee, like, tell you the points, and I never, like, read them down. I was just like, yeah! yeah. I actually did that in basketball, too, because my oh my friend gosh. was, this one was embarrassing, it was in front of the whole school. <laughs> I had no friends, but I wish that we were like friends in high school. I know that you're like what two, three years younger than me. Yeah, but still, we would have had so much fun in high school together. I know. Yeah, we would have. But I was also like, it's funny now, but could you imagine like the stories I tell you being my friend in high school? Traumatizing, dude. I still love you. Thanks. I love you too. <laughs> but and so, my friend Maddie was the basketball team manager, and. We went to, like, a basketball game, and our job was to put the score on the scoreboard. Mm-hmm. That was my job. She was, like, writing it down. And the, re- the referee stopped within five minutes because I wasn't putting the score <laughs> on the scoreboard. And he's like, hello, are you guys paying attention? And I was just like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I was just really interested. And I had a hickey on my neck that week from Sam. And so Sam! He, he, the referee <laughs> comes over, and he's like, girl, are you okay? Like, I'm no. in the ghetto. Grab the top. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay. Oh, and she also played softball, obviously. Oh, yeah. Because that's how we met. We became beasties. Besties. Yeah. I I played high school softball. I wasn't, like, very... She was good. Don't listen to her. I, I wasn't good enough to be, like, varsity, though. They kind of scared me. Really, they scared me. Yeah, I... I get that. Yeah, like, there's so many from Sansbury and Tool that went on to be, like college they're all so athletes. good yeah they're so good and i i could never compete me neither i couldn't ever be at that level dude there was one time i remember i guess at practice she was like teaching us how to do a pickle properly so mm-hmm. if you're the runner behind you're supposed to like go to the next base and even if they come back to that base you're supposed to just stay because then you'll just get the out because the pickle is to advance the runner yeah so i didn't know that and i was running back to the base <laughs> i was like second to third and the person at third got in a pickle. So I was at third and she came back. So I ran back to second and poor Amy was like having a heart attack. She was like screaming at me like, Gabby, get the fuck back to third. What the fuck? And then she like sat me because I guess we talked about it in practice, but I missed it. Mm. I guess we had an entire practice of it and I just 
don't know where okay. I was. Let's be honest. The best softball memories we have were when we played together on our traveling team after I had Riker. Yeah. So I wasn't like at my prime time playing so good. I was like at me. We were, but no. it was fun. It was so Shut much up. Fun. We were like, that's when we took second state for all stars. It wasn't like, yeah, like accelerated or anything, but we still took second state. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. So don't even say that we weren't, you weren't good. That was okay. like the prime of our life. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was. All right. Should I talk about me a little bit? Yes, please. Can we do. get more questions about the past? <laughs> please do. Okay, so I have seven siblings, and I'm like, middle-ish I have four older sisters Shalace and Nickley Berkeley and Chalice and then there's me and then there's Tavia Landon and Jamin and the four little ones growing up we were inseparable we love to be together um probably not I mean we actually weren't that big of troublemakers but I was raised in Tula Utah I was born in Salt Lake but my parents lived in Tula um let's see I played softball growing up did I you do know. anything else in high oh. school? <laughs> Not in high school, but my mom did put us in debt, like all of the girls. Lord knows how she paid for it because that shit's expensive. She put all wait, six girls in dance, cheer, and gymnastics. Oh my god. And softball. And like all my other sisters are super good at dance and cheer. And then there was me yeah. that they were always like, let's put Patia in the back behind the tallest girl where nobody can see her. Because she <laughs> Sucks. We should teach you the walk. What? No. <laughs> I want to. Okay, we'll we'll learn it because we're drunk enough. It's okay. Fine. Okay. But that's um, cool. Yeah, I that's like to do dance. Pretty much. Yeah, I did. You know, it's crazy. I did dance here and gymnastics for like ten years. Really? So it wasn't just like a couple years. It was ten years of my life. And that's I got so nothing. I feel like it. a lot of gymnasts and cheerleaders they turn out to be like weightlifters. Um, yeah, I feel like. Uh, okay and then tell me about your life now without your kids without my kids like, yeah. you don't want me to bring up my kids i do but just like okay so right now i'm just, I'm a mother i'm a mother that's all i do just kidding so i started work two weeks ago and i yeah. also started a new class the same day as i started work and it's an English class, and I feel like ripping my freaking hair out because it's really hard. Um, so I don't breathe. I don't have time to even <laughs> breathe. Um, How's the job? I actually love my job. I work at a credit union, and so far, it's been nice. I mean, I've just been training, but they really seem to care about us. Good. And I've actually learned a lot, like, because I want to work with the FBI. Uh-huh. Um, and I learned that they like people with the background of financial institution, like the financial knowledge. Because if you think about it, a lot of, like, crime that goes on in the U.S. is, like, money laundering and fraud. And so that's been cool. I've learned a lot about that. It's good. And so. sex trafficking, we're, like, third in the world. Yeah, that's embarrassing. Come on, America. Get your act together. And I think we're, like, I think third in the world is more so as, um, like, people doing it here. But in Japan and stuff, they actually have a huge market for American men going to Japan to like, have children service them. Yeah, guys, we need to fix our world. We're <laughs> fucked up. We'll have to do an episode um, of, like, profiling sex trafficking, because I think we did a project with Ooh. that in high school, or college. Let's do it. I will... We were actually going to do an episode this week about, like, debating against each other, <laughs> but 
let's be honest, Gabby and I are so, we are so overwhelmed with work and school yes. and like everything. We were just like, let's do a drunken history, study a little bit more for what we're gonna debate about, which I'm not gonna spoil. Yeah. It's gonna be a fun one next week. Let's do two weeks. Two weeks. Okay, two weeks. We'll we'll decide later. Because we'll, we want to we'll get, get like all of our facts right before we do it. We want to make yeah. sure it's like it's a it's very really, yeah. controversial but, yeah, topic. We'll get to it. Um, yeah, so that's about me. Let's answer some questions. <clears throat> Gabby, how strict were your parents? I think we kind of covered this, but let's hear it. My parents were up my ass <laughs> so bad. So bad. Like, take it out. She, my mom. <laughs> she's an amazing woman. I just want to throw that out there. She was. But if you would have asked high school, Gabby. Oh, <laughs> she, she is. is. Come on, is. Gabby. Yeah, sorry, mom. I just mean back in the day, and I think she can agree with me. If you asked me when I was like 15, I I despised my mother, and she despised me. It was a two way street. Like, I would always post on Facebook about how I couldn't wait to move out and like that I hated my mom. And I had like our bishop on Facebook, and he's like, oh, what's going on? Gabby. Yeah, all of our young living people. So I think uh, Gabby and I both were raised LDS, right? Like, we kind of both went to church growing up. That's a hefty question because my family. So my mom, out of four siblings, is one of two that isn't LDS. Okay. The rest have, like, served on missions. They go to church every week. They're very Christ-like. My grandparents are very, very, very into the church. Me, I went to church, but I got in trouble so much because I was not very Christ-like. Okay. Like, we snuck out of our tent and girls camp at Willard Bay. Me and Sam would like <laughs> that's a whole other episode. Yeah. I would love to like have an episode with him which just like here to talk to. We should we, we do a, like we'll do an episode of like you and Sam and I'll ask you guys questions. That would okay. be so much fun. I'm down for that. But me and Sam literally like truth be told, we were toxic when we were growing up. Like in high school up until like we bought this house actually. We were very toxic. I remember. Yeah. I was there for all of it. I know, it <laughs> was bad. It, but most of it. <laughs> We had, like, really good times, but we break up, like, every, like, few months. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, and we would... <laughs> you guys are happy now, right? Yeah. Sure. Just kidding. Sure. Yes, we're so happy now. But he, like, there's one fight, and I think this sums us up perfectly. But basically, I lied to my mom <laughs> to go to lunch with him, and he, I had a to-go box. And I was, like, telling him, I was, like, yeah, I lied to my mom. I'm not going to be able to hang out with you for the rest of the week. And he's, like, oh, I'm going to plan with my friends, like sorry, you're going to have to go home. And we got into a fight about it because I was like crazy teenager that just wanted to be with him all the time. And I was like, no, we're hanging out. You didn't hear me correctly. Clean out your ears. Like, we're hanging out. And he was like, no. And so, and it just escalated. And I got out of the car and I was like, fine, fuck you. Like, I'm going to go home then. And he's like, take your to-go box. And I was like, no, I don't even want it because you bought it. I don't want it. (laughs) And he just cleaned his truck spotless. And he th- went to throw it at me, and I slammed the door, and the salad exploded. Yes. And he was so done after that. He's just like, seriously, like, why would you do that? I just told you to take it. Like, you had, like, a full lunch in there. And, <laughs> and yeah, that was our, <laughs> our high school relationship. That's hilarious. Anyway, strict parents, yeah. How is it strict for your parents? So I feel like, so my older siblings... Said so my mom used to be really strict with them. Mm-hmm. And of course, like, obviously, that went away after four kids. And then there was me, the fifth. Um, she had her moments. 
her and I did not get along very much in high school. My dad could give a shit. Like, he could not care what I did with my life in high school. Um, he was the dad that, like, if I brought a guy over to introduce to him, he would just, like, mm, and then walk upstairs. And I was like, hey, bye, dad, I love you. <laughs> but my mom, her and I always butted heads. Um, she always had, like, the right intentions of me, like, getting my life together, I think. She wanted me to do focus more on school than I did on boys because I was really boy crazy in high school yeah so I guess I get that but at the same time she also really didn't pay attention to me I get that too yeah actually I take that back my mom paid too much attention to me yeah my mom um I don't know like I mean she's she's a good mom she just had a lot a lot of kids like I don't know how she did it because I have three and I'm like ooh. How am I going to keep track of these three in high school? <laughs> but yeah, so that's my mom. Uh, that's how strict my parents were. So, Gabby, craziest thing you did in high school? We were just talking about this. We came back from Nevada with Sam's mom, and she is making me, Sam, and her oldest son tell her everything that we've done. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, craziest thing. I used to smoke a lot of weed. I did not. No. Yeah. I think maybe. Okay, I, I did for a month. And everyone thought that I was, like, a straight-up stoner, like, I did it every day. Uh, I probably did it, like, ten times. Okay, all right. But that was, like, the craziest thing. I also partied a lot. I was a big partier in high school. I hung out with, like, the town's, like, coke dealer, too. Oh, mm-hmm. what, Gabby? I didn't know that he was until later. Okay. I was, like, we went over to his like... house, and, um, like, the family was on parole. And I was just, like... I don't feel safe. I don't feel safe. Yeah, but I had (laughs) crazy thing. I had a really bad trip, too. That was, like, the last time I smoked weed. It was really bad. My friend Sierra, too, like, thinks it's the funniest thing because I was being hilarious. So we did, like, a – don't try this at home. Uh, But we did, like, a a water bong. Have you ever done those? No. Basic – I don't even know how to explain it. They just handed it to me, and I did it. But you get so much, like, smoke or whatever – and I immediately was like, I can't feel my arms. And I flailed to the ground, and I was crying. I was like, call my mom! Call my mom! And then I was supposed to sleep over at my friend Abby's, and I called her crying. I was like, Abby, I can't even walk. My legs are not on my body. Like, I was freaking out. And then they were just telling me, like, just go to sleep. That's the only way you can get over it. Like, go to sleep. And I would close my eyes in the dark, and I felt like I was in another universe. And so I was like, I'd wake up, like, crying. And they, of course, they're high. They thought it was so funny. And I was just like, I'm dying. <laughs> so that was the last time I ever done it. But that was that was the, probably the craziest. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, monkey. Yeah, I was I was a freaking crackhead. Anyways, your turn. Uh, I guess get pregnant in high school. <laughs> I mean, that, that wasn't really a choice. I didn't want, <laughs> want to. But, like, let me be honest with you guys. I did not smoke. Like, I still haven't actually smoked because I have asthma, so. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, did, I didn't do drugs or anything in high school. I didn't even drink till I think I was, like, uh-huh. 21. I actually, yeah, 21. Um, so, yeah, I guess my dumbest, craziest thing in high school were boys. Yeah, they are the dumbest. <laughs> they are the dumbest. Just kidding. Sam is, like, so obsessed with how I said that men are simple creatures. Like, he's brought it up at least ten times since the last episode. And I'm like, babe, it's not a bad thing. You're simple. I wish I was simple, but I'm not. I just... Yeah, I was like, it's not offensive. I just mean, like, you don't go into the machito. 
but he's gonna make fun of us. Whatever. <laughs> he just can make fun of me. Um. Yeah. So permit in high school. Yeah. Is the next question the dumbest? Uh, yeah. What's the dumbest thing you did in high school? I have to think about that one. Oh, I don't. Answer it first. <laughs> Answer it, and I'll think. Okay. So at our junior high school, <laughs> there was a like school portable. There was four or five school portables, and the last one, we I found out one day sloughing that it was unlocked because I don't know how I tested it. I think I got Derek to, like, go up to it because we thought it was the detention portable, and it wasn't, but we, like, turned the knob, and it wasn't locked. So I was like, they can't be this dumb, can they? <laughs> like, not locking it. So then I think a few days later, we tried it again, and it was still unlocked. So we are like, guys, this weekend, what we're going to do is we're going to we're gonna um, tell our parents we're sleeping over at each other's houses, and then we're going to go and spend the night in the portable. And we did. We walked like two miles because our parents dropped us off at the bowling alley. It was like midnight. We were walking high as a kite <laughs> to the school portable. And we spent the night. And then the next morning, we had to wake up at like six in the morning because we didn't bring pillows or blankets. So we just literally slept oh on the floor gosh. in the middle of December. Yeah. Yeah. It was so freaking stupid. I don't even know why. But we slept in it. Um, kids, there was a few people that brought like I don't think that night, I can't remember, maybe I did, maybe I didn't, but we left it in, like, mint condition, because we, our goal wasn't, like, to go in it and destroy it, like, we just wanted to, like, spend the night, and, like, it was boys and girls, so that's why probably we left it. Oh, okay. Yeah, because we couldn't, our parents were strict, and, but then, work got around in high, like, in the junior high, that it was unlocked, and we spent the night. Two kids went in it and absolutely destroyed it. They put paint <gasps> everywhere. Oh, they let off the fire extinguishers. And then we actually got busted for it because we were the ones that found it. And everyone knew. I had, like, friends that ratted me out, which I don't blame them. They offered a $200 reward to the entire school, whoever could help them, like, catch everyone who was involved. Because it was, like, $20,000 or something. <gasps> oh, my, oh, my gosh. Did you get out of it, though? No. <laughs> I, um, the people that spent the night, actually, we got, I think we got blamed for it, so we actually had to go to court, I went to juvenile court, and I think my parents had to pay a fine, and I had to do, like, a hundred dollars, and you wonder why your mom is so, like, <laughs> strict, because that, that would be me, if Blakely did that, I'd be like, girl, you are working that shit back, you're gonna clean every wall in this house, every baseboard, Every baseboard's worth one dollar. Every wall's worth a dollar. You pay me back. I guess that's true. I guess that's true. She had a reason. I'm not gonna lie. But still, yeah. I needed freedom. I'd be like seventeen, and she wouldn't let me go. She out. gave you freedom, and you ruined it. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Did you think of your dumbest? Uh, so mine's not that close to Gabby's. <laughs> uh, there was a guy in my ward, um, and we we snuck out, and we would just uh make out. <laughs> but I mean, it was nothing like yours. We didn't get like crazy. I didn't. I didn't do anything crazy. I didn't even drink twice twenty one. I never smoked. You were good, and you had the hookup too, because like me and Tom would have to have sex in the church parking lot. <laughs> okay, let's not. Like we've all done that. Let's <laughs> in high school, we've all went to like a church or a school parking lot. And some guy maybe came up to you and was like, I'm going to call the cops on you if you don't leave. And you're like, fuck, okay, bye, bye. Oh, my God, one time me and Sam, it was the church uh, by the school high. 
And I told my mom I was going to like a school function and we were there. And we were, yeah, you know, he had an accurate that the seats laid down in. And we were, you know, getting freaky. And I kept seeing a flashlight and I was trying to tell Sam that I saw someone and I was like, dude, like seriously go out and check. And he's like, there's no one, there's no one. You're just like stressing. And then we heard a knock on the window and I was so embarrassed. I stayed in the back and Sam got out and he was like, was it a cop? No, it was a bishop. Oh my gosh. He's like, I know what you children are doing here. You need to go before I call the police. And so I'm like seriously still in the back. Sam like turns the car on and drives off, like does a burnout out of the parking lot. He left TMI. He left a condom under the car. So when we drove off, he was standing there with his flashlight and there was just like, yeah, there. Yeah, oh it was so bad. That's okay. One time, this was like before I met Wes and after me and Alec broke up. So like, yeah, I don't know. I was like nineteen, I think, at the time. Eighteen, nineteen. Uh huh. Um, I was with a guy. He was a lot older than me. I was saying he was like ten years older. Uh huh. <laughs> and we were up. I don't remember. Like up in the mountains somewhere. We were making out and everything. And I was like, just took my pants off. <laughs> And then I like he was going down, and then I like sat up really quick. So I just I don't actually know why, uh-huh. but I sat up and I realized that a cop pulled up behind <gasps> us, and he was walking to the car. And I was oh like, my "Give me your shirt! Give me your shirt! It's long enough to cover me." So like I threw on his shirt. Uh-huh. The cop like took our IDs and everything, and then he goes, and then he pulls me out of the the car, the truck, and he's like, "So." um are you here against your will? And I was like, no, I'm so sorry though. And then he, what he did was like, I have a daughter your age. And I was like, okay, I'll like, mm, okay, stop, stop. <laughs> I know, I'm, this is not I feel good. like I don't have daddy issues, I have I, a dad. <laughs> I have a dad, he's fine. I'm having mental issues right now, obviously. Cause you know, just kidding. <laughs> oh my gosh, I is it illegal? It is, huh? You can get um, in trouble. I actually, I'll have to look more into that because technically your car is a, space like kind of like your home oh that is so true it's not, i don't know it's personal property but like yeah if you were to get caught having sex outside or like yeah in a public place then you will get on sex offender list i'm so, so be careful <laughs> uh, okay next question um what, what is your biggest fear gabby death oh, catastrophe same same me and gabby have that mm-hmm. like the earthquake her and i were talking Oh, yeah. About it constantly that day, and I think I was losing my shit. I know. We kept calling each other, like, do you have everything? Yeah, you are you okay? She was, like, the first person I called because I know how scared of, like, earthquake she is. Yeah, I seriously, my, so, it's actually, like, a phobia, like, I think. No, it definitely is. It's, like, a phobia disorder. Yeah, it's called catastrophobia. Oh, it's a thing I got diagnosed you know what, with. Actually, it. what? I think I heard that on a Charlie Brown's Christmas last night. <laughs> have you ever seen it? No. Okay, it's like 30 minutes. You should watch it. Okay. But, yeah, she brought up something like that, and I was just like, damn. Yes. I learned something from this movie. <laughs> Learn something new every damn day. But that's my biggest fear, too, though. It is. Or it's so scary. Between that or losing a kid, I oh am God. terrified to live my life without my kids. Same with my husband. I always, like, think about him dying, and it's, like, the freakiest thing ever. Oh, you're so sweet. Yeah. He pays the bills. I'm just he kidding. He pays the bills. He's going to take care of me. I'm just kidding. His mom already promised me his life insurance money, so it'll be okay. Is it not signed over to you? No. Wow. <laughs> okay. You trust me. As I'm like, yeah. <laughs> they are just newlyweds. We'll just throw that out there. <laughs> Guys, you're like best friends. That's why I talk about like, him like that. But yeah, I know. He's a good guy. I seriously, in high school, I don't know if you remember 2012. 
that freaked me the fuck out. I took sleeping pills. Like, not... Wait, what happened in 2012? They said that the world was going to end on... Oh, yeah! yeah no, like, I didn't believe it. <laughs> I did. Hardcore. I took sleeping pills that night because I was terrified that we, like, were really going to die. And so I was like, if I'm going to die, I'm going to die in my sleep. I'm taking, like, melatonin and passing the heck out. <laughs> melatonin? Yeah, that freaked me out. The blood moons when everyone said the second coming was happening. That freaked <sighs> The me second out. coming scares me. Yeah, I learned about it at Disneyland. My cousin told me about it, and I bawled all day about it. Because like, he's like, your family's going to burn it out. <laughs> your family's going to burn it out. <laughs> at least you'll burn together. Yeah. Does that make it better? Or worse? <laughs> We can burn the I'll just hold it really tight. <laughs> there we go. I know we're getting sent down. We're going to be the ones to get left here. But the second coming hey. freaks me out. I hate it. You can tell me it's going to happen tomorrow, and I'll believe it. And I'll ask my sister. Go ask her. I made her She repent. left. I just watched her leave. Oh. Well, we'll ask her <laughs> later. She, when the second coming was, like, people were threatening that it was going to happen, I sat them down before I took them to school, and I was like, I'm not taking you to school until we all pray to God and repent oh for our God. sins. I straight up, and they were freaking, like, they were scared because they were young. And I was like, guys, I don't care. I don't want to see you burn. Let's, like, repent our sins right now. And we all, like, said a prayer together. It's like a cult. That's like, like, we're not dying. Brain die today. Yeah. Dude, no, I, I can't. I can't. I can't it. either. I watched, um. The Impossible. Have you ever seen it? Oh, it's yeah. about that, like, tsunami that hit Ooh. Thailand? Was it Thailand? Yeah. Oh, I, like, have this thing where if I watch it happen and it really did happen, I'm like, oh, how would I keep all three of my kids alive if that happened? Like, when the, <laughs> the earthquake happened, I, as fast as I could, grabbed Blakely and Daxon because Riker was at his dad's house in Salt Lake, which was a lot worse. I was like, <gasps> my baby. Oh. He slept through it. All my kids slept through it. <laughs> And I was, like, losing my mind. And Wes was gone. He was in a oh. T, like, he was at a TDY in Nevada. Yeah, he was gone, huh? But I couldn't contact him at all because at the base they were staying at, it was, like, super, like, they, he, as soon as they went to the base, they had to turn their phones in. I didn't know where he was. Oh. I just know it was in Nevada. Um, was he at, like, Area 51? I don't know. They, I, he still won't tell me. It's fine. Whatever. I'm going to cry that out of him. He won't you, tell me, but I'm going to bug the shit um, But he, um, he didn't even tell me. I know, that's what I'm saying. He's not going to tell me, but I'm going to bug you, him. You bug him. But no, so like as soon as he got on his lunch, because he would call me on his lunch, I was like losing my shit. I was like, you need to come home. I was bawling. I'm like, the COVID is happening. I have nowhere to go. I don't have my safe space. Like the gym's my safe space. It was shut down. Yeah. And then there was an earthquake. I was losing my shit on the phone to him. That was the time too we didn't have any food because this grocery store and late and especially yeah. were wiped out. I so it's kind of funny. My sister and I have like the same mind, Shalisa and I. Uh-huh. She filled up her tub full of cold water or just water uh-huh. and plugged it just in case. And I did the same thing with both my tubs and my sinks because I was like, I'm going to thirst to death. I love my water. What? That is so smart. Yeah. Damn. I was just like packing a bag. I'm like, I'm staying in the RV because if it's going to rock, it's going to roll. I know. (laughs) Part of me, because like we have family in Alabama, I was just like, I probably should just pack up and drive to Alabama. (laughs) That that way I don't die if the Yellowstone erupts. Yeah, dude. That freaks me out. So why do they teach us that? What is the purpose? To scare the shit out of us. They did. They taught me that in eighth grade. And I remember going home and I bawled for 
like mm-hmm. days and my mom was like Abby it's fine and I was like no it's, no, it's not. not we're gonna like, die. Mr. Johnson says that we're gonna like burn Mr. Mr. Johnson I can't remember Clark his name Johnson. actually I do but I, I won't I won't run that was it it was in no I went to Mr. Miller. Johnson was my history teacher in junior high <gasps> that's why I was like oh wait it was Jensen not Johnson oh mine okay. was Bryant that was who it was I Mr. Bryant because I remember his face will never leave my head because he taught me that. But like they also taught us it in elementary school. I remember watching a video and they're like, "Any day, we're all gonna die because." And I was like, "Mommy." They used to show us videos of tsunamis, like live action tsunamis, and I was like, "Is Grey Salt Lake gonna tsunami us? We're all gonna die from the Grey Salt Lake." This year, anything could happen. For real. There was one fake article that was going around, and I believed it, saying that there was a tsunami so big it was going to come from California to Utah. And I I believed it because I was so scared, and I was like a senior in high school. <gasps> Do you remember? We were at a softball tournament, and I there was a fake article going around that Yellowstone was going to erupt. And I, me and you are freaking out. Probably. Yeah. I was crying. Okay, but you know how many times that, like, the Yellowstone's going to erupt? Fake articles pop up, and I'm just like, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. And every year. So I have, like, every time that I see an article, instead of clicking on it like that, I'm just like, if it fucking happens, I don't want to know. I just want to die. <laughs> I don't want to be prepared for it. Same. I can't ever stop thinking about it, though. Earthquakes yeah. now? Oof. But the funny thing is, in Layton, it was, like, the tiniest thing. It felt like it felt like a plane flying over so the head. So what it felt like for me was I thought, like, obviously this goes through my head because I make complete sense, that a serial killer was shaking my bed to wake me up to murder me. And I was like, I'm going to shit. But, like, at first I was like, oh, Wes is waking up. And then I was like, oh, shit, he's not home. He's in a different state. And so I, like, shot up. And I was like, oh, oh earthquake. It, that was, like, me too. Like, so Carter, my dog, my chocolate lab was, like sleep next to me we let him sleep in bed with us and in the middle of the night he'll scratch behind his ear and it shakes the entire bed so i was like that's what he's doing and then i turned over and he wasn't in the bed and i immediately jumped up i like serious i don't even think i was wearing pants i jumped up and i ran outside i was like sam because he was in the shower and he like poked his head out he's like what was that and i was like a fucking earthquake get your pants on we're going outside I did. I ran outside. Everyone was calling me because everyone, even people that I worked with like a few years ago, know that I have such a phobia. My mom called me to make sure I was okay. My grandma. I called you. You called me. I had people like literally from American Eagle call me and be like, girl, are you okay? And I was like, dude, did I talk about like this is my only personality trait because everyone knows. And Sam had to go to work that day, and people were saying that the bigger one was coming. And so I okay. screw all you people that were like, that was the pre-earthquake. There's yeah. got to be bigger ones. Because I that's when I filled up my tubs. That's when I started crying. That's when I put the both the kids on my bed and said, don't you fucking move. We're staying on this bed until <laughs> I know it's safe. Yeah, dude. It and was scary. Like, I had so, I probably had 10 people like, there's going to be a bigger one get ready to like blah 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 get your to go back put it in your car yeah. put your car to your garage she was like my garage is too full of shit anyways it doesn't fit because <laughs> the news was reporting it too i remember that i remember that too it, it oh come on guys get your facts straight before you go around scaring yeah, the shit out dude. of us and my family too they're all saying that we're going to meet at like one centralized location 
So I was like packing a bag, calling Sam crying. I was like, you need to leave right now. Like, yeah. I'm picking you up. And he's like, Gabby, it's fine. I know. I packed a gap. A, a gap. A gap. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Gabby. I was looking at you. I, <laughs> I packed a bag. And I was like, should I just start driving to, to Alabama? Like, I'm just going to straight shot there and make sure I'm safe. But I made, I think Alec was supposed to keep Riker that whole weekend. And I begged him. I was like, please let me have him i need him not in salt lake city because i know that's where like the equator is like oh when's it the fault line the fault line is like i don't want him there to die if he's like i need my kids with me and he was obviously generous enough to be like yeah we'll meet you can have your son men are so much more composed well yeah him and his girlfriend are super composed and then there's crackhead (laughs) me that's like y'all better go buy food do you need food i'm making food when i pick up record for real love so like that was the scariest thing because it was so that for those of you i don't think we have any outside of utah listeners but for those oh, of you yeah. that no, don't so know i don't know if any of my alabama family are listening oh i hope not they're yeah. very are they conservative uh, no they're like yeah, i don't know whatever they they love me okay good as long as they they love us then i think fine. they love us <laughs> well love me anyways <laughs> yeah sorry hi alabama family just kidding but those of you that live outside of Utah, during COVID, we were on quarantine, and we had our first earthquake in, like, 20, 30 years. I don't know. It was a long time. I don't know the exact amount, but, like, we haven't had um, an earthquake for that long. And they've been threatening that we're going to be getting a big one that's, like, over 7.0 on the Richter scale that will split the fault line that runs all the way through like and then Salt Yellowstone Lake will like erupt like the volcano under Yellowstone which will wipe up literally wipe out like everything around us pretty much even I think it will hit California yeah I I don't know Yellowstone's tricky because I've seen so many conflicting articles I've done a lot of research well, about Yellowstone because it fucking scares yeah, me yeah I won't do it because it will scare the shit out of me so mm-hmm. let's go with Gabby the good news is though from the people that I believe because it's the good news but I'm just kidding they say that it's very unlikely that it'll it'll even like slightly erupt within like 50 to 100 years cool I'm leaving I'm going to a different state no you can't you can't leave because so they there's some people that say Yellowstone is going to be so devastating for the entire United States because of the ash. Like it's a, a super volcano, the yeah. ash. But then if you can't you can't go to a different country because guess what? Europe has a Yellowstone too. It's not called Yellowstone, but they have one there too. That's like waiting to erupt. So I think that's just God's final move. He's gonna erupt all of us. Yeah. <laughs> we all did, guys. Yeah, the Hopefully ring of fire. I'll be no, when it erupts and they're like, pilot, it keep flying. <laughs> don't or like 2012, stop. the movie, just yeah. about Africa. Oh, that movie scared me. Yeah, oh, does Africa have one? Uh, I don't know. Maybe we should make it for Africa. Africa's doing super well right now. Might as well. All right, cool, cool. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay. we have like 17 more questions. What's the next one? Oh, um, ooh, I just, oh, there it is. Okay. So, okay, talking about our biggest fear, what is your best um, coping habits for anxiety or depression? Ooh, I was just talking about this today. Um, meditation. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. And it's not like the, I mean, you can take it as far or as little as you want. Meditation is just to train your brain to stay in the present. Because that's like the biggest thing with anxiety is you're worrying about something that hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Or that has happened that you can't go back and change. Yeah. And I mean, for what my um, therapist has told me about meditation, meditation, it can be anything from just sitting by yourself mm-hmm. and thinking about like, 
what you want to do and how it's not actually going to be as bad as you think. It's like talking yourself back Yeah. from actually like meditating where you just put on music or you can write in your journal as meditation. Yeah, journaling helps a lot. Um, so is that what you do? No, mine's more so like breath work. I do a lot of Ooh, breath work. That's good. I um, So I do five minutes in the morning when you wake up because they say to do it. Um, when you're the most relaxed, so the morning time is best. Okay. So I do five minutes as soon as I wake up, and it's just literally focusing on the present, like not even it. And it's normal because your your brain solves problems. That's all it wants to do. It can. Mm. It's almost impossible for your brain to just sit still and not think about anything. And so you do it for just a short amount of time. So two minutes, five minutes, whatever. You can even do it for a minute, and it helps. But you just try to keep no thoughts in your head. And you just do, and you focus on your breathing, you count, you do all that. And if your brain, which it will, starts thinking about something else, you just have to bring it back to the moment. That's good. I That's something I should start doing. It's fun. Uh, and it's really simple. You can do it, honestly, too, you can do it driving. You can do it um, just wherever. Like, it's not something you have to be sitting down for. You can do it whenever. Hmm. So that's probably my good one. I, yeah, I mine is obviously the gym is when I'm like super anxiety and like I keep a schedule though I really do I like to keep my days like pretty regular. Uh-huh. Um, but if like for some reason it gets thrown off, I gym is a good one. Mm-hmm. But I've also realized that my most I get most anxiety when I am falling asleep at night because I realize how much I didn't do that day that I didn't have time to do and how much I have to do tomorrow and then I'm like oh shit. But my therapist did tell me counting backwards from 100 over and over again to pretty much bore your brain to fall asleep yeah, um, is a good way to go to bed, which is what I do. So that's my coping with anxiety and depression. With depression, though, because that's a lot. That's a different beast. Yeah. Um, I got really bad uh, postpartum depression with Blakely and Daxton. Uh-huh. And what I did for both of those... Uh, it helped that Wes actually was really good with like helping me get out of bed, making me go shower. Yeah. Um, but seeing a therapist was really huge for me and making a list of everything that I love in my life. So I would, even if it was a short list of like, I write today, I only love my kids. Yeah. Well, there's one reason that I should keep going. My kids. Well, so yeah, that's what I did. I have pulled myself out of that depression, but it's a serious thing. Yeah, so if you have it. like any questions about like specifically postpartum depression, I can you can ask me them and I'll answer them. But I'm not like a professional. I do know too. Um, scientifically speaking, anxiety. Your best friend is cardio. They recommend doing at least 20 minutes of cardio three times a week. 20 minutes a week. That I can, I'm just yeah, no, 20 minutes a day, 20 minutes, they say probably about, like, as much as you can do, but ideally three to four times a week. Okay. And that could just be, like, walking, too. But for some reason, they, I don't think they know the reason specifically why. The way it's been um, explained to me is that for anxiety, cardio is your best friend. because mm-hmm. Probably because your fight or flight is on. Yeah, also, it, mm-hmm. it, yeah, I mean, it also helps with depression because it, um, heightens your what's it called your serotonin probably yeah, yeah something like that I don't know well, do, well, I we should do an episode to, about this yeah we actually hopefully next week we'll have a therapist on <gasps> as a guest Ooh, yeah okay. there you go. next week oh yeah. yeah yeah we talked about this that'll be exciting I'm excited too but 
the last thing too that I remember like so anxiety is like cardio but depression is weightlifting they say that weightlifting is one of the best Ooh. things for depression yeah I do a lot of weightlifting actually yeah I don't like cardio at all but I will I weightlift a lot <laughs> Cardio is the devil, but I don't know. Have you ever had a panic attack and just wanted to like go run? Yeah. When I get super like in my head, I can run like five miles. Yeah. It's that adrenaline, man. It just keeps you going because it's like I'm gonna die. So speaking of a therapist coming in next week, Mm -hmm. um, we obviously want you guys to ask her any questions, right? Yes. If you're still with us, please ask us questions. (laughs) Please be with us. Yeah. No, (laughs) ask us any questions, and we will ask her, and she can answer them for you. Yeah, I'd love to. We'll also make sure to post like a Q&A on our Insta. Yeah, we will for sure do that after this. Um, so let's go to the greatest time in your life. When was like the where you were the most happiest? Probably wedding stuff. <gasps> yeah. And it wasn't. Happy. I was so happy. And like, of course, I was really happy to marry Sam. But I loved it because I spent so much time with everyone, and everyone was like, that's when you know you're loved. Planning a wedding, I'm telling you right now, because everyone, like, my aunts were godsends. Like, seriously, they planned, my Aunt Jerica planned the bridal showers at her house, and Brie, Brie pretty much planned all of it, but, um, is that my Aunt Jerica's house? She did so much for me, I can't even believe it. My Aunt Jenny is a professional wedding photographer. She took our pictures for free, saved us, like, <gasps> Two, three thousand dollars. Can we post the picture of you and your bridesmaids? Like, yeah, all of us? because those were like the cutest pictures. I loved it okay, so we'll much. Do that we'll post it. <laughs> okay. And then I had so many activities with my friends. Like, yeah, so we many. we'll post some of us. Like, we went pole dancing, yes. and that was so much fun. And then we did like a taco night. Yeah, we. Movies. That was so much fun. We did a so I had like no. two separate bachelor party bachelor parties. Like yeah, so I did one a few weeks because of like COVID. We had to plan it out and stuff. And so I did a few um, activities with like friends, pole dancing, aerial, and all that stuff. Like silk, um, I don't know about it. Silk aerial, maybe that's what oh. it was called. But then the night before the wedding, we did nails, and you and Erica planned that wedding. We did, like, margaritas and tacos, and we did movies in the backyard. It was so much It was fun. a lot of fun. It was perfect. I That was the greatest time of my life. Like, I thought it was so fun. And then all of our family came out. There was so much, like, love and support and stuff. And the only thing that sucked is Sam got really sick. Not, like, COVID-related or anything. He had, like, the flu. Mm. Yeah, so on our wedding night we went and stayed at the Grand America and he was sick the whole time I was like I want to go to the pool I want to do this and like he just did not have that energy for oh, it oh you'll have to do another one yeah uh, Grand America is really cool because um if they don't for your wedding the next year they give you like a discount like 25% off for you really mm-hmm. I me and Alec I think on our first prom because we went to two proms. Um, we went there for dinner. Oh, it was a... Who was in that group? It was me, Alec, Austin Meredith. Oh, wow. I can't remember. No, I just remember Austin being there because he left his wallet at home. Oh, I'm throwing you under the bus, Austin. I'm sure you don't <laughs> even listen to this, but I remember that night. It was so much fun. <laughs> that is fun. That's a, like, okay, greatest memory of your life, though, or greatest time? Greatest time, I think, is right now. I think, like, 
going back to school and working and doing this podcast and then having my kids like going home to my kids every single night and just being a family yeah is so good like I feel like I'm going somewhere with my life like not saying that I wasn't going anywhere when I was a stay-at-home mom but I am a workaholic and so getting back out there and working has been so meaningful to me and then going to school I'm just so motivated and happy right now that's so awesome so yeah I mean right now it's a good time Dang, both of us, the prime of our lives, right here. Oh, <laughs> during COVID. Yeah, isn't that yeah. weird? 2020 has been literally the best year of my life. It really has been a good year for me, too. Yeah, and I feel so bad to say no. But in the spiritual world, they say that this was, like, the time where the world was going through spiritual waking, so you can either, like, kind of fall behind or move, like, ten times forward. Hmm. So if you believe in that, I think that it definitely happened for me because, like, like I said, best year of my life. Yeah, so I have one more question. I'm going to wrap this up because I think we're at like an hour and like yeah. 10 minutes. <laughs> okay. Um, the what book has impacted you most? I don't, I don't read. So I don't read really either, but there is one book, and I 100% recommend everybody to read it. Okay. I think I told you to read it once. Yeah. I have to pull it up. Um, My sister actually told me to read it and it pulled me out of um a really bad depression that I was in I don't know if you remember like right before I had dad or got pregnant like with Daxton Mm -hmm. I was in like this funk of just not myself like I was happy but I I think it was super obvious to tell that I wasn't there yeah you were going through it I was going through it really really bad um but it's called 13 things mentally strong people don't do and I listened to it and it took like halfway through the book and I was like holy shit I do all of these I am not okay this is not okay and that's when I like I finally had like a talk with Wes and I was like I don't think I'm okay mentally mm-hmm. um and he helped me out I also think like right after I read that was when I got that bone infection and I was <gasps> in the hospital yeah. but like I had a lot of time to think about that book and I really recommend it to everybody that was a good one yeah you did you recommended that did you ever listen to it i haven't go listen to it okay i'd love to but but yeah so that is um this week's episode i think we're gonna get into quotes so i'm gonna go first um my quote is by goldie hahn and it's just the oh geez i'm sorry guys the only thing that will make you happy is being happy with who you are and not who people think you are, which I think is important to remember that be who you want to be. Don't care what other people think of you. Yeah, I really like that one a lot. Alrighty, guys. Uh, mine is if you're not having fun, it's your own damn fault. True. I like that one a lot. Yes. That's by Rich DiGirolamo. Uh, all right. Well, we tried. <laughs> okay, but thank you guys for tuning in. We're super excited, and we hope you enjoyed this episode. Like us on Instagram and um, leave us a review if you liked it. If you didn't, actually leave us a review too and let us know what we can do better. Yay. Alrighty. Love you guys. Bye. Love you. Bye. Welcome. Welcome. I'm Paisha. And I'm Gabby. We've been best friends for about seven years now. Over the years, we've discovered that we have a lot of differences, like a lot.